Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week five now, week five rankings. We have some of your questions as well that we're going to go over here. And we'll just give a, a quick little rundown on some of our ranks and where we have some players. Not going to go through everything. If you want all of the ranks, go check out the website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. You can see all of our rankings there for, you know, every position, you know, one through 60 or 70 at each position, except for quarterback, obviously. But go check that out at fantasyfootballprofit.com. So I'm just going to jump into some ranks here, Jeff. And we'll start with quarterback. So we didn't get a lot of quarterback questions today. So there really isn't... Um, a lot to go off from what people want to hear about, except uh, one little question we have here. We got Gang Green asked, "Should I start Jared Goff or Teddy Bridgewater this week?" Teddy Bridgewater going against Atlanta, who has been not great. So Goff against Washington, Bridgewater against Atlanta, both on the road. I'll say I'll go Goff. I still I want Goff there. I don't. Teddy Bridgewater's getting a little love this week, but I'm just not buying that yet. Yeah, I would I would go with that. It's tough. Goff yeah, has been, it. you know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Yep. Hyde. He's been very good or very bad. He wasn't very good against the Giants, but you're going against another favorable matchup. I believe he'll get it back on track. I think I would rather mm-hmm. go Goff. I think they're very similar players, though. Yep. So my top, I'll say my top five this week, I went Russell, actually number one. I went Mahomes two, Lamar three, Dak four, Josh Allen five, Kyler Mur- and then Kyler Murray six. I think that's the clear top six. It's, I mean, it can't be any more clear cut than that, can it? The funny thing is, isn't that pretty much what the our top six almost was? Except one player missing, Deshaun Watson was up in this top set. It was the top mm-hmm. seven. Deshaun Watson is the only one who's dropped from it. And then Aaron Rodgers is kind of, he's not playing this week. It's a bye week. But Rodgers has proven himself quite a bit. He'd be one of these more top guys again. But I think, it, you know what? And honestly, if, if <laughs> trying to rank... Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. It's just kind of like, I mean, put them in a hat, right? And just, they're all, they've all been great. I mean, some, Lamar had a lot, one or two games weren't as good, but he's still fine. He's Lamar. So yeah. I don't think there's anything crazy here at quarterback, honestly. Um, there's just nothing, not much that's out of the ordinary, except John Watson still, he had a better game last week, but I still don't feel comfortable with him. I mean, I guess you play him, but I don't feel comfortable no, with that. I don't feel comfortable with him at all. I mean, he did have a fine game, but it had nothing to do with his team, right? I mean, yeah. he he made it work as far as fantasy points, but he made it work at the very end. Yep. And if he doesn't get, you know, a, a late touchdown, you know, the garbage time kind of thing, then he has a bad week. I, I think it's only a matter of time before he has one of those down weeks. I think he's been... Um, in, yeah. Over overachieving on that team, but you never know. Uh, obviously, changes are are occurring, but uh, I, I still don't like it, and that's why I would, you know, I, I've said this before, or on you know, shoring up last week. But if you're able to trade him because he's still a name, people still like him, I would absolutely try to trade him and try to get something else because I feel like you could probably get a quarterback that would be very similar, and um, you could possibly get another piece of your team from him. So. Yep. Um, and they say, are you buying that Tom Brady game? <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think he's going to continue to throw five touchdowns. I think this is what we're going to see with Tom Brady, right? It's going to be a little up, a little down. He does have to throw 
um, a lot more. You know, Ronald Jones did better than I, I thought he was going to do. He's done decent this year, but um, he's going to have to throw. But I don't expect him to throw five touchdowns. No. You know, a two-touchdown game is pretty, on you know, on par. And you will have Godwin. You'll have Evans. There's no reason he can't um, do that. But I think they'll be matchup-based. He's not bulletproof like uh, like uh, Mahomes or uh, Lamar, Russell, even Dak at this point. Right? Yep. All right, so I'm going to move over to running back here. Got a few running back questions. So I'll just say, first off, Coos Andalus just says, I have Drake and he's been a big-time failure. That's it. There's no question. Just telling us. He's not wrong. <laughs> so, yep. Um, another Charwell asks, Edmonds going to take over for Drake eventually? No, I mean, I, I don't think so. I think you're going to be stuck in purgatory in that situation, to be quite honest. I, I think Drake will do his, you know, half – Half running back, number one job. He'll have a few big weeks. Edmonds will look good, but they won't ever hand it over to him. So I think yeah. that whole situation is a bad place to be. And then another person just says, Addison says, I traded Devin Singletary for Kenyon Drake. Good move or no? I like I'm a, we, I like Yeah, we like Singletary more. So And saying that, I, I say that, but I have um, – I have Drake ranked ahead of Singletary this week, but I'm not completely on board that Drake isn't that he's just trash. You know what I mean? Like, I think he was extremely overrated though going into the season because we broke this down and looked at what he what his numbers truly were, and they were so concentrated on like one or two big games, and the rest were just average. And that is showing up here. And part of this too is the Arizona offense has been bad the last two weeks. Um. I think that'll get turned around. I think that'll get going. Kyler Murray really hasn't been good. Fantasy-wise, he's turned out good, but just in general, he hasn't been good. He threw three picks against Detroit, and then he threw for 133 yards against four against um, whoever they played last, the Panthers. And I think the offense in general will get better. Drake, I did have Drake at um, actually number 11 this week. So I have him still decently ranked. I think I just I'm – not, I'm not done with that yet. I'm just not done with that situation. I think he still has something there. I'm not. I guess I'm kind of on the same page as you, but I have I have major worries about Drake. And I mean, it comes down to this. Really, his rushing has like his attempts have been there. It's the fact that he's not getting in the end zone rushing wise, and he's getting no work as far as mm-hmm. a, a pass catcher, which is not what we expected when we went into it. Right? We thought that Kyler Murray would dump off a lot of little passes. Do you know they were going to kind of run and gun it a lot more with Drake? He has not turned into that type of weapon for him. I mean, last game, I think, is a perfect example. The last two, but Detroit and Carolina, to be fair, Kyler doesn't do well in those two games, and Drake is going to be heavily attached to him. But he had 18 carries against Detroit for 73 yards. You're thinking, that's great. But he only had, I mean, for receiving, he had one catch for six yards. In the next game, he had 13 rushes for 35 yards, and he has zero catches. That is the the downfall of him, and I. It doesn't look like they're trying to force feed in the ball. It doesn't look like he is part of a huge plan. I mean, he has pretty much steadily declined uh, the first four weeks, starting mm-hmm. you know the best game he had, getting in the end zone, and then just worse and worse. And even more so, that was against San Fran. That should have been the hardest game. Washington, Detroit, and Carolina are bad teams. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe, I mean, but they're not winning these games handily or at all. Mm-hmm. So I, no matter how I cut it, I don't like where Drake is at and I don't trust him one bit. I I get that. So 
I'm, I'm going to give him one more, one more week. Yeah. And saying that, though, it's not like I completely <laughs> wrote him off. He's in the top 20. So, All right. Uh, some other running back questions here. Um, Tyler Patrick asks us, uh, should I start Miles Sanders or James Robinson this week? And I'm going to say James Robinson. Miles Sanders playing against playing at Pittsburgh. Robinson playing against the Texans. I think I have James Robinson as probably like a top 10 back this week. Very close to it. Which, <laughs> running back ranks are crazy right now. It's yeah, I mean, already. the truth is he's been playing like that, right? He's been I, solid. He's not spectacular, but he's just a solid, solid player getting it done. Yes. Uh, he has had very good games. Houston is not, uh, you know, they haven't really been putting it all together. Obviously, they, you know, they fired the coach, right? So it's anyone's guess. Um, but, hey, he's, what, the sixth ranked running back at the moment in fantasy, James Robinson is? So he's been getting it done. He had two really good games. The other ones, you know, you'll be happy with. Almost double digits if you're just talking about standard. He, you know, his lowest amount of attempts that he got was 11, and that was when he got two touchdowns, so it made up for it. Hey, you know what? Might as well ride the hot hand. Do I like Miles Sanders more? Would I rather have him on my team? Yeah, I would. But um, as of right now, Eagles aren't exactly clicking. They're using him. He looks good. But you're going against Pittsburgh. I truly believe in the Pittsburgh defense. And I think that uh, James Robinson has a better chance of scoring over 10. Miles Sanders, that's about where I would place him. I think he'll he'll get, you know, in, in that neighborhood, however you want to do it, 100 yards, you know, maybe he doesn't get in the end zone. That's kind of what I expect from Miles this, this week. Aaron Rangel asked us, uh, would you play Antonio Gibson or Joshua Kelly this week? So I'm going to say Gibson, actually. Kelly... He hasn't overly impressed me. He's gotten a lot of volume, but it's not like it's been impressive work, has it? I mean, I, I'm just—I think Justin Jackson is actually going to play a lot. So I'm going—I'm going Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I agree. Antonio Gibson has been trending up, and I—I I, I like your description of what you think is going to happen with the with Eckler being out. I don't—I think you are correct when you say, "Hey, they don't have someone that takes Eckler's role." So I think you. You know, you you split the carries that were already there, and you split them between two backs instead of having defined roles. So yep. I agree with you. I think Antonio Gibson would be the way to go. Uh, Brett asked us, uh, "Are you starting David Montgomery over Raheem Mostert if Mostert's healthy?" I wouldn't. No, I, I if, if Mostert's <laughs> if Mostert's healthy. I know that's dangerous, but it is. yeah, a hundred percent. First of all, we're not the biggest Montgomery fan, I'm so you take it with a grain of salt because I, I think no matter what, no matter who that was, if they were like, if he was a starting running back and he's healthy, we're probably going to go that route. But uh, yeah, Mostert was electric. I mean, he was great. And I know that there's a lot of, you know, how is this going to shape out? There's a lot of miles to feed. That's true. But I'd rather take the big upside than the Montgomery who has been, um, you know, lackluster. Yep. I, I just... I mean, so I just look at it back and then the Bears got rid of Jordan Howard a couple of years ago just to get like another boring version of him. It would just get get a, get more of an exciting running back. Yeah. They're just uh, not good. Yeah, I'm not ready to say he's the same thing as Howard, but yeah, uh, he, he hasn't. He hasn't yeah, right. He's not. It. He's not that good yet, is he? No, he's not that good. He's not as good as Jordan Howard was for those couple of years. Well, I mean, actually, that's true. <laughs> Sad to say, yeah, when Howard was younger, that's very true. All right. So yeah, other than that, there's just running back wise. I mean. It's I don't know. There's injuries everywhere. It's 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 kind of rough. So Kareem Hunt to me, Kareem Hunt's a top ten back at this point. 
Um, I'm not going to buy into the whole Dearness Johnson thing right now. I got to see this play out, but I don't see how he's anywhere near the talent that Kareem Hunt is. So he's, I'm not going to rank him very high at all. It's not going to be like a, we did Chubb and Hunt. So no. um, uh, I put it at number, I believe, number six right now even. I think he's number six for me. I think I have him at number four. Yeah, there you go. I mean, the truth about the situation as well, I know week four, that is when Chubb went down. You could say that he got a few extra carries because of that, but he was the number two back on that team, and he was, he's still you know positionally number seven already after four weeks. So if Chubb is not there, we don't believe that the Ernest Johnson will get the same kind of carries Chubb does. Why wouldn't I believe that he's going to be better than seven? Yep. So. And on top of that, too, you're going against Indianapolis. They've been making people look real dumb. I believe they're going to have to establish the run if they want to win that game. I don't think Mayfield is uh, is going to win the game. I think he'll have to make plays, obviously, but I think Kareem Hunt will have to be the focal point. So I really, on top of that, I, I'm kind of bolstered by by that fact. I think they need to run him a lot to win. All right, we'll talk about some wide receivers here. So Brady asked us, uh, do you start Michael Thomas his first week back if I have a lots of wide receiver depth? And I say yes. You start Michael Thomas. Yeah, I was going to say, what kind of depth are we talking You'd about? Have to that, have that would be that'd be way different. If you have a you know Kelvin Ridley, DK Metcalf, I can understand holding back for a week to figure out what's what. Um, if you don't have you know two top fifteen guys, then I don't think it's a question. I think otherwise you you would take into account everything. But no, I, I don't see too many teams that would have him that wouldn't play him. And then another question asks, uh, would you start Michael Thomas? Uh, Robert Woods or AJ Brown. If if Thomas plays, you clearly start. Yeah, Thomas. And if Thomas doesn't play, and AJ Brown does come back, I'm starting Woods over Brown to start the first week back. I'm not as confident. I would agree. Brown. Th- yeah, that is a different one. Uh, Thomas, yeah. you put him in. You just you roll with the punches. Even if he didn't do well, I would rather take that. But AJ Brown, um, th- there's more more questions on what he's going to look like coming back the first game. Mike asked, uh, "What do you do with DJ Moore?" Uh, be a little kind of annoyed by the situation, how it's played out. And it's not really, I know. So last week, I know, I mean, Patrick Peterson was lined up on more. So that has a lot to do with it. Uh, the opposing teams are treating more as their, as the Panthers number one, which he should be, but that's freeing up Robbie Anderson and Bridgewater's not going to force it. He's just going to throw the ball to Robbie Anderson and Robbie Anderson's being the, is the beneficiary right now of this. And I don't love it as a DJ Moore owner. I, I think, um, I, I think there's better days to come. I'm not like, overly worried i just don't he's not getting to that top 10 level right now i would say i'll be completely i'm not a huge dj Moore guy i I, you know i never was i like the talent i think people were correct on that but going into this this year i was very hesitant to kind of bolster him just to say hey dj Moore, because he's athletic because he's been you know continuously to get better he's going to take that huge step with you know with the qb and everything that got going I would be, if he doesn't do it this week against Atlanta, like he's just kind of like, you know, 50 yards, 60 yards or whatever, and that's it. I, I would be looking, I don't even know if you're able to trade him, but once again, at this middle part of the year, a lot of people are looking for buy low candidates, right? And if someone believes that DJ Moore is that guy, I would be very happy to part ways with him. Because if he doesn't do it against Atlanta, who he plays, uh, you know, four weeks after that too, he has, uh, you know, Chicago, which... And New Orleans and KC, Tampa Bay. Like, if he doesn't do it against these teams, then I mm-hmm. don't think he's going to do it the rest of the year. And he's not a big TD guy. So yeah. Bridgewater also does not throw a lot of touchdowns. So he's very capped. Unless he has that second game against Tampa Bay when 
you know, eight for 120, that's great, right? But at the same time, it's still, you know, you could you could easily put in a, um, like you said, a Robbie Anderson or, or someone like that mm-hmm. who I don't actually trust, who I don't think is as talented as this guy, but he gets one touchdown and then they only need a, a you know, a couple of yards to make it worthwhile. So that's where I'm at with DJ Moore. I'm very, I'm very down on him. So am I crazy to put D- DK Metcalf as my number three receiver for the week? I have number three. Uh, I don't think actually. I want to see where I have him. No, yeah. I don't think so at all. I have. Oh no, I have him at number three. There we go. You and me. That's crazy. It, it feels yeah. it's, it's crazy in a way. I just never. I didn't think he'd get to that level, but I feel like he's that good. Well, quicker than we thought too. Yeah. I mean, it definitely coincides with Russell Wilson just being playing out of his mind and Lockett kind of. I won't say floundering. He's still a top 10 wide receiver in my mind. He had a great game the week before, but then he goes back and does the whole thing where he doesn't do anything. Yes. So I I think that is what it comes down to. DK Metcalf is such a great down-the-field target in an offense that does sling the ball that, you. I mean, how can you bet against him? I mean, he Mm -hmm. almost scored another. I keep coming back to that touchdown that almost screwed you. But, I mean, he is a physical freak, and he's showing it. He he has never gone to a game, and I felt, like, disappointed as of yet. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, the other only other um, wide receiver question. I was just curious what you're thinking about Calvin Ridley after pulling putting up zeros, <laughs> after how big of a start he had. That uh, was a big surprise. Yeah, that was a weird one. I think Atlanta is going to be a little bit of that. Like we we even saw that with Julio yeah. um, with one week. But no, I'm not. Um, I'm not ready to give up on him. Calvin Ridley has been too good for you know many weeks. Obviously this this year already, but even last year, very good. He has a you know very he's very. Uh, capable of getting in the end zone. However you manage that, I don't know how he does it. I don't know if it's play calling or whatever, but he finds his way in the end zone. I'm very high on Kelvin Ridley still. One game is not going to change my mind on him. All right. And then for tight ends, I don't have any tight end questions, but I'll just say I put Kittle as my number one after that. Just, I mean, the game he put up after coming back from that injury is just insane. Um, but Kittle and Kelsey and Andrews are really this top three. And Darren Waller's a pretty, I think Darren Waller is my new number four over Ertz. Like just going forward, I think that's a. I think that's pretty much how these guys get ranked every week. And um, the only like difference between what these normal ranks might look like is I threw uh, Dalton Schultz is my number ten this week. He's been doing putting up some de- decent numbers, so he's moved his way into the top ten for this game against the Giants. So that's about all I have for tight ends. Kittle's really really good. Yeah, that was just um, he he willed me to a victory. In this past week, I I thank him for that. It was uh, man, ridiculous. What do you have like fifteen catches? It was insane. What he, what kind of numbers he put up there? Um, I the only one I'm going to ask you about is going to be uh, tight end from Green Bay. Tanya. Yeah. So, t- yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do with him? Because he's the one that I, people are really yeah, starting so, to hype. Yeah. So you know, it's actually kind of a perfect week if you're trying to pick him up because he has a bye week, so people won't won't go and pick him up. But if um. You're one of the teams that has, I don't know, maybe you picked up like Evan Ingram and he's just not been performing well. I'd go take a chance on him because, I mean, three touchdowns, you know, Monday night, and then he had a touchdown in each of the two games before that. It wasn't like that was a complete fluke. It was starting to happen. And i go pick him up, definitely. If you, I mean, there's a lot of guys that you could have had. Like if you had Hayden Hurst, Evan Ingram, um, Austin Hooper maybe. Maybe you drafted Gronk and thought that was going to work out. Those kind of players, if you drafted any of those tight ends, I go. I'd go pick up um, whatever you say his name, Tanyan. Tanyan. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go pick him up and see how it works out. I, I like the pickup. It's worth a shot to see if it's a real thing. Because tight ends breaking out after what into like year three, whatever he's in, 
that's that happens. I mean, how many times have we seen now tight ends come out of absolute like nowhere? It feels like where they've been in the league for, um, you know, a few seasons, and then all of a sudden are just something. You know, he signed as an undrafted free agent by the Lions, of course, and then he becomes good. That was in 2017, but this happens. So yeah, I'm interested in him. I gotta go pick him up. He's worth a pickup. So, all right, that'll I think do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. We got some mailbag questions, some some uh, some trade questions, and some different stuff from you guys. So talk to you then. 